Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Simon, how you doing today, bud? Thank you, mate, for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. My name is Brian. I'm from Zero Dark Nerdy Podcast, and it is an honor to have you here today, my friend. Loving this backdrop, by the way, mate. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I know you look like a candy store of everything I love. But (laughs) I was going to say, I put the creep show one up just specifically for you with your horror background. Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, mate. Go on. You were saying. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You're good. So I'll do the intro and all that later. Um, So, you know, I'll just uh, we can just go ahead and get into it. So today I'm here with Simon Phillips uh, and the latest Netflix show FUBAR with uh, the governor Arnold coming out May 24th. Simon, how you doing today? bud may 25th brian 25th 25th i was off by one jesus day. jesus christ it'll be <laughs> one day that's that's important people would be getting that yeah may 25th on netflix and yes arnold schwarzenegger's first ever tv show that's Isn't right how epic is that it is pretty epic i mean especially i gotta say too before we get started happy belated birthday by the oh, way oh good um, can you believe that i'm only 21 I know you look great. You look fantastic. <laughs> I don't know why I'm lying to people. <laughs> oh no, nothing wrong with that at all. So yeah, happy belated birthday! Thank so, you, appreciate it. Yeah, you got it. So Fubar, you know what? What can you tell us about this project? As you mentioned, Arnold's first television show. Um, you're, uh, you know, I was watching the first episode right before the podcast. Got to see your little performance in it. Just tell right. us a little bit about the project, or as much as you can, without too many spoilers. I was about to say. I've got this screen next to me, which has got five pages of stuff I'm sure you got from Netflix, of all the things I can't tell you. Otherwise, mate, if I tell you these things, somebody's just going to knock at my door here and I'm just going to get shot by some hate <laughs> man that Netflix dispatched for giving stuff away. It's What is it? It's an action... Do you know what? It's an action comedy. And I, that's actually the bit I really like, is that they have a bit of comedy. A bit like... I don't know if you've seen the movie, you must have seen True Lies, you know, yes. sort of... Um, that sort of it is action, but there is comedy there, and it's nicely balanced. Like they 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 do kind of both things, and I think they do it really well. Nick Centura and Dana Goldberg, who are sort of behind the camera, sort of that did an epic job of uh, putting this show together, and it's just a lot of fun, you know. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger is just about to retire; he's doing the old one last job, mm-hmm. and then he gets yanked back in because his door is also secret CIA, and they don't know about it. So that's the sort of true lies link there for me. Um, and mayhem ensues, but it's 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 man, it's great fun. Um, so people should just watch it because they'd be mad not to watch Arnold Schwarzenegger's first ever TV show anyway. I, I have one episode in, and I'm definitely hooked. And I'm really glad that you mentioned True Lies because I was definitely getting that vibe. But instead of husband and wife, father daughter, yeah, a little bit right. And you go, but uh, yeah, you know, and Tom Arnold shows up a bit later. Really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Now I need to scroll down this document and see if I should have said that. <laughs> it's all good. So I, w- I was reading something and I'd love to know uh, if it was true, you know, for this, for your character, you, you're, you're supposed to speak many languages and, uh, you know, you're speaking German to Arnold and I guess off camera, he was speaking to you in German because you did such a good job. He actually thought yeah, you were fluent. I said hello to him in the morning and stuff like that. But we, we talked, we'd, before that, we had Zoom rehearsaled, right? So we okay. never met each other, but we, we had the Zoom calls, and uh, which was epic anyway. I was like, on Zoom with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was amazing. Um, but then when he met him, but he thought I could talk German just because of the first couple of lines of my thing with German. And I guess I was doing it all right. 
Uh, but I can't speak any other language. I mind just German. I can't speak any other language. And he just started saying something in German. And to this day, Brian, I have no idea what that was. It could have been. It could. He could have been saying, "Simon, you're a terrible actor. You should give it up." <laughs> I highly, highly doubt he said that. But yeah, I, no, no, I, no, I, no. I saw that little tidbit, and I thought that was pretty funny. I mean, you obviously did a good job. It was believable on my end. I was like, "Wow, that's a really great, uh, you know, German accent there he's got going on." So when well, I there saw you go. that, that's the, these guys. <laughs> that's acting because they were when i got the job i just auditioned in my normal my british accent and then they were like oh you're gonna do you're gonna speak german but actually you're gonna be from uh you're gonna speak in a flemish accent and i was like flemish accent what's the what's that you know so i don't even know if i know what that is um and they were like don't worry we're gonna get you a voice coach it'll be great and anyway it was fine BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. BetOnline is your sports information headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. Basketball, MLB, NHL hockey, right to UFC and boxing. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino, as well as card games that you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code believe that is B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts. <laughs> Excellent. So can you talk a little bit about the uh, the process of getting the role? I know you said that you auditioned for it. And, you know, especially nowadays, I know there's so many auditions that are done via Zoom instead of in person. Was this the same, you know, kind of process for you? And what, It wasn't. What, when, what I, was? when I did the audition originally, uh, my agent sort of pitched me for the show. I think she knew the show was happening. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of, uh, and I think there was a role for me. Uh, she just was like saying, I think she just talked to the casting director saying, hey, you should see this guy. You should see Simon. Yeah. He, this would be, he should be in this. He should, he should just be in this. Um, and then they were like, oh, okay, well, there is something, you know, can you get him to self-tape this? And so you do a, not a Zoom thing, but like a self-tape thing and you email it to them so that they can watch it. And um, and then they didn't make me uh, Zoom uh, after that. They just gave me the job straight away because uh, they wanted me to have some time to do the voice stuff. Uh, so I had to, they were like, we're going to get you a voice coach because we want it in this accent. And I think they knew that they weren't going to hire someone in that accent. They wanted somebody that could just do an accent rather than, I don't know how they would find a Flemish speaking English. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. So I think that, I think they knew they had to have an American or a British uh, guy or whatever. I don't know. Um, so obviously Nick Centora liked it and uh, Dana Goldberg liked it. And so they gave me the job. Uh, and uh, they just let me start practicing the accent, and, uh, and then we did some Zoom rehearsals. You know, that was okay. Arnold, Arnold was still in um, in California, so uh, yeah, we still had to do the rehearsals like that. And then eventually they shot my bit. Here's this bit, right? They went to all these glamorous places. They went to Argentina. They're on the right. beach. They're on boats everywhere. Simon's bit of this show, mate, got filmed in a like in a warehouse in Toronto. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to take Simon anywhere nice. I was like, but people were like, oh, poor you. You got the whole, you know, you just got to spend time with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I was like, yeah, all right, fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, you know, speaking of exotic locales, I mean, you got an impressive, uh, you know, resume 89 acting credits, 49 production credits, 18 writing credits. I mean, it goes on and on and on. What, what are some of your favorite places that you've either filmed at or, you know, just kind of uh, as you, you know, grown in this career? What are, what are some of your favorite locales? that you've been to 
I mean, you know, there's a lot of nice places. That, sometimes filming, like I've made movies like in the desert and things like that. And, that's, right. you know, and visually, that's great, you know, sort of. But to film, to film in it is a, like a nightmare, you know, sure. sort of. But, but when you see it later on, you're like, oh, no, that is good. Uh, you know, sort of. But then I, equally, I've done, I've, I've gone from the desert in like Nevada, you know, sort of going out. And then I've gone up to Canada, to outside of Edmonton, to film like in the, you know, in the middle of snow, winter, like, you know, minus 40. And I've done stuff out there. And it, both of the times it looked, when you later on when I watch it, it looks beautiful. I was like, at the time, I remember it being, I was like, God, we shouldn't be here. Like, this is where no man should be. <laughs> but, I mean, all of those places are really nice. And then you go, to, you know, but it makes you, you, but when they're talking about it, you're like, yeah, it's going to be epic, you know. And then they go, and then you realize, and you're like, yeah, it's really hot in the desert. And they're like, it is hot in the desert. So, I mean, obviously, you must have known that it was going to be hot out here. And I was like, yeah, I, I did know that. But I knew it in, when we told me about it. I'm in my air conditioned apartment. <laughs> I don't really think about it much. So, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I don't blame you for that. I'm I'm a very hot blooded person, and yeah. I'm just one of those people. I don't know if I could ever do anything in the desert, let alone act. So it's not me, and I'm I mean, I'm British, man. We can't handle the extremes, <laughs> you know. I can't handle either too cold or too hot. I'm I'm really just in the middle bit, and that's not useful to anybody. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. All right. So you've also worked with with some big names out there, John Malkovich, Bruce Willis, Mel Gibson. I mean, are there any stories that you'd like to share with? I mean, a who's who of especially you know us. Well, I think, let me tell you one thing. I'm missing Brian. Is yeah. I'm missing Sylvester Stallone. If I get Sylvester Stallone, yeah. I'll have completed the '80s '90s icons. I've got them all. I've got, I've got nearly all of them. Yeah. If I get Sylvester Stallone, somebody should find out for me. Somebody should find out for me where he is and what he's, he's doing. Tulsa King, that show. Yep. I need yep. to get on that. Somebody, somebody, or to, or Netflix should set me up on whatever he, he's next doing. <laughs> there you go. Then, then you're going to be like, oh, Netflix, like, hey, hey guys, hold up. Simon wants to do something with. So let's make that happen. <laughs> We're gonna you don't get, care about that at all. Yeah, we're going to get you and Sly on the phone right after, right yes, after this true. interview there. Yeah, that, that would be the who's who's. I mean, you've gone down the plethora. So, you know, speaking of, of a lot of these great 80s actors, you know, especially the action and horror films, too. What are just some of your favorites, uh, you know, growing up as a kid that just really inspired you to, you know, maybe become an actor and, and a director, writer? Again, so many things that that you're knocking off the list here in uh, in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm an '80s baby, right? So yeah. I, you know, I mean, the, the diehards, the you know, like Terminator Two. I love Terminator Two is one of my favorite ones. I think because it's just better than the. I love the original as well, but I just, the second one is just better, and I love it when that happens. Um, yeah, I mean, all those movies, like you know, the Commandos, Predators, uh, all of them, diehards, you know, the, the lot. Uh, like I was a big fan of the. I guess it's the blockbuster, you know, the old fashioned action blockbuster, you know, I mean, that was what I was sort of raised on. That was my, that was my thing. And then the, there's the other thing, the Jurassic parks and everything and the Robin hood, Prince of thieves, the big, you know, sort of stuff. I used to love all that. I don't know if ever when I was growing up and I was, even when I was thinking about being an actor, because being an actor in London is a bit different than being an actor anywhere else. It's sure. in London, they, or in England rather, they train you to be an actor for theatre. So you're always thinking about theatre. My job was actually was like Shakespeare and theatre. It's very different from the movies. So even when I was even when I was embarking on being an actor, I don't think I ever thought that I was going to one day be in movies with these guys and just um, share the screen with them. This is what I'm always hoping, Brian. Is that I stand next to these guys, by the way, and that some of their magic just sort of falls <laughs> off of them and, and onto me somehow. And I don't, yeah. I don't you know, somehow I absorb a bit of their a bit of their their uh, X Factor or whatever it is they have that made them superstars. <laughs> but then here's the thing as well about these guys. 
they're not making any more of them, right? You like, right. there's no new Arnold Schwarzenegger, there's no new Bruce right. Willis. They just they're sort of like they just were one time, one place, and that was you know, and they've been these those guys have been growing older and yeah. still working. Yeah, and let me tell you, Schwarzenegger is like seventy four. That guy's got time and energy for everybody. Oh, I think he's man. epic. I hope I'm seventy four. I would. Be, I think I'm going to be like, oh no, to hell with that. You know, sort of. But he's just got such good positivity. You know, and but then that's how he became. Yeah. everything he became, you know, he's, yeah. he just manifested it with just laser focus, you know, like, so these guys are epic. Uh, so great. That's so great. <laughs> so, you know, speaking, speaking of which you've been the creative director for, for some of my favorite series, as far as like United nations of horror, United States of horror. Yeah. Would you, do you picture yourself maybe doing one, the same thing, but for action films? Oh man. Wouldn't that be epic? Yes. Wouldn't that be absolutely. That's a very good idea. Now I'm, I'm gonna have to cut you in on that idea because I'm not gonna be able to claim I didn't think of it myself. <laughs> Brian was recording when the, when he said that. That is a, that's an excellent idea though. Uh, yeah, I like all those things. Um, I mean, look, man, I'm a you know I'm a movie fan. Um, yeah. I love going to uh, watch movies. I love going. This is this is maybe this appeals to you a little bit on some level. I love going to see movies sometimes even when I know they're not going to be that good. Right. Like I look Thanks. at it and I go. I know that this isn't going to be great. You know, yeah. I'm not going to name movies because I don't do that. Right. But I was like, I know that it isn't going to be good, but I'm going to enjoy it for just exactly what it is. You yep. know, so, um, and that's, uh, I get kind of joy out of that. Actually, I'm going to tell you one movie, M. Night Shyamalan's Cabin in the Woods, you know, that yep. most recent one. I went there and, you know, sort of, I was thinking, I, I know that this isn't going to be very good, yeah. but I still will enjoy it immensely. Yeah. Um, and I did, even though, even though I knew it was flawed a little bit, I knew that there was right. you know, some, you know, big narrative flaws in it sort of probably because uh, that happens sometimes, but I've still loved it, you know, yeah. sort of because I'm just a movie fan. I was like, ah, well, I, I enjoyed the process anyway. It's fine. If, I think if you can sit down and enjoy Fast and the Furious, you can suspend disbelief. Don't worry about <laughs> it. So it doesn't matter, you know, sort of don't stress about it. Right. No, I couldn't agree more. I mean, to me, I grew up, in a, in a family that just loves going to the movies and it's something I have a 21 year old daughter and her and I enjoy going to the movies. She's a film and English yeah. major. So I just can't imagine not going to a movie theater anymore. You know, it's scary, obviously during the pandemic, things are closing down. Yeah. Oh, our movie's going to make it. And this, that, and the other. So I'm glad to see that the, that the movie theaters are still thriving at least uh, for the most part. I think so. And you know, people were talking about, Oh, I don't know if the cinemas are going to make it. Hey, look, I don't know, man. Maybe it's because I love movies like yourself, you know, sort of yeah. uh, maybe it is a bit of a skew, but I think there are a lot of people out there that love movies and it, it's, there's nothing like going to a theater. It's not the same as watching it at home. I don't care what people say. I know, but we ha I know in the pandemic we had to do that a lot, right. uh, but there's nothing like seeing it in a theater and there's nothing, Nothing like that sort of escapism, you know, sort of. Exactly. And uh, the more the more depressing the world is out there, the more I think right. people need that sometimes. I could not agree more. We're we're here, Simon. I'm we're here. Yeah, yeah. we're we're on the same page. <laughs> I'm, I'm not worried about it because I think it's going to make it. Yeah, and it better. And like I said, yeah. I mean, you're right. There's nothing like going to the movies. The smell, of the popcorn, the overpriced yeah. candy, the gigantic sodas. I mean, people are like, you know, oh, it costs so much money. You're like, oh, I, so what? You know, people spend money on booze and cigarettes. You're like, what? just you like, it's like, my thing is like, yes, this bucket of popcorn is way too expensive for what I do. <laughs> yes, you know, that sort of. A, it's the process. I don't really care. You know, yeah. sort of. A, I came here for the experience. I love it. Yeah. I don't regret any of it. There you go. So, I mean, I think that's a good segue to this question here. And it's something that we've been asking uh, that we're going to start asking people as, as we're doing more interviews now. It, what What's a movie and you can name, you know, more than one that you would love to experience in theaters again. Like if it was the first time watching it all over, you know, for me, it's Terminator two, 
just that that right. buzz, you know, with my dad watching one of the greatest sequels of all time. But is there are there any particular films that you could yeah. recapture that a moment of? I, I've had it. I've again? actually I've had this a couple of times, right? So I've okay. got I've gone to see Jurassic Park again. Yeah. The thing. I've gone to see Back to the Future again, and I've gone to see Die Hard again when they got like they get re-released. You know, like right. something, they did something like that somewhere. Right. And then uh, the and uh, number one, the audience is great for it because yeah. the audience are all. Definitely everybody, definitely everybody in the movie theater has already seen the movie. You know, sort of, it's one of those weird things. But they're so much more interactive with it, um, particularly on a good one like uh, Jurassic Park. People are still quiet and stuff like that. You know, so yeah. but it, yeah. on like Back to the Future, people are going nuts. At, you know, oh so, yeah, oh yeah, and it's it's great. Um, I, I love I love that stuff. I, I'm going to say something really boring, but um, I would love to see Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, the Kevin Costner one again. It's just, it's just a boy. I wanted to, when I was growing up, I wanted to be Robin Hood. Yeah. You know, sort of, sort of, it's that one or, uh, you know, Superman two, uh, would be, there's another epic one, the Christopher Reeve one. Uh, uh, those are movies. I think that should get a little bit of a, another, another crack at a whip a little bit. Love it, Simon. Great answers right there. Especially, I think Robin Hood, uh, the Kevin Costner one, is one of the more underrated ones of the 90s. It is. It doesn't get it's because uh, people are like, oh, Kevin Costner didn't have a very good British accent. You're like, oh, shut up. <laughs> I, don't, I honestly, I, was like, I thought it was great. I was like, and they go, you thought his accent was great? I was like, not his accent. But he, I thought he was great as Robin Hood. I just bought right. it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know yeah. what to tell you. You know, so I loved it. <laughs> So, so as, as an actor, do you have a, a certain process like before the, you know, the director says action, do you have any superstitions, any music that kind of pumps you up? Like what, what's something that, that gets you ready to go for the moment that you're ready to start shooting? I, I'm a big fan. I'll be honest of, um, improvising, right. So, yeah. so I find, um, that they're able to get a bit more out of me, um, you know, for them, like, you know, sort of, um, if I improvise a little bit, um, so I, d I kind of like that. So usually I talk to the director beforehand and kind of ask him, you know, sort of, and sometimes they're like, no, uh, don't do that. You know, <laughs> don't you say all the lines, you know, but sometimes they, sometimes they let you do it. Mm. Um, and sometimes they're very good with you, you know, sort of on that sort of thing because they like, they like it, you know, when you do that. And it, obviously they don't like it, then you just cut it out, you know, sort right. of. Um, they usually do it at the beginning or the end of the scene, so if they don't like it, they can just cut, you know, so it doesn't matter. But I, um, one of the things you've got to do is um, is you've got to relax. Uh, you know, people are like sort of, uh, people are very nervous about uh, doing stuff. And it's very, it's very easy to be nervous when you're looking at Bruce Willis or Arnold Schwarzenegger or any of these guys, you know, sort of, and you're like, man, I'm doing scenes with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's amazing. Yeah. It's very easy to get inside your head. But really, if you try and talk to them and you're just like just talking like you and I are talking mm -hmm. and you get you talk about something, it doesn't really matter what it is. You get a kind of certain relaxing sort of vibe. You kind of figure out whether, you know, if you sit talking to anybody for about two or three minutes, you kind of get a vibe from them, you know, sort of. Right. And then you're you're in tune and you're, you know, you can have a chat with anybody like that. Um and I find that that helps. I don't have any sort of superstitions on those things. I like to keep these things sort of breezy and uh you know, not just not take it too seriously. Because if you don't take it too seriously, I find you get very good work. You know, right. people go, you have to take it seriously. And you're like, it, you you do, but you're like, sort of, if you take it too seriously, you get in your own head and you start overthinking what you're doing, you know, sort of, and you're like, just, you know, be natural, just be yourself. Honestly, the camera can kind of see when you're thinking too much. So yeah. just be yourself, you know, don't, don't, don't worry about it. 
Uh, that's a good point. I'm going to definitely have to pass that advice on to uh, my daughter. She starts to pursue her, her film career. Um, you know, speaking of, uh, of projects, any projects you have coming up that you're able to speak to again without getting in trouble or any spoilers? Like getting this, this like Netflix that. trouble. <laughs> right, Netflix without the Netflix, Netflix knocking on your door. Yes, it's uh, actually my next job is that. Yeah, am I going to? Well, I said it. Yeah, right. Um, I'm going to say one thing now. I am in... Uh, for Netflix coming up after the, after this movie, after this TV show. I mean, The Witcher season three, which is um, nice. a, another big excitement. I can tell you absolutely zero about that show, by the way. Uh, <laughs> these guys are like, it, I've got five pages of stuff I can't say just about Fubar. Yeah. Uh, I, I can tell you nothing about. The, the, I don't even know. I can't. I can't say anything other than I'm in it. So I'm, I'm just. And even then, somebody's probably about to knock my door and slit my throat. That's by the way how I'll know. <laughs> what I'm being killed for. If it's a gun, I know it was Fubar. And if somebody slices my throat with a, a dagger, I know it was Witcher. Yeah. I'm doing a movie right now that we just wrapped on um, called The Influencer. Uh, sorry, and the first, it's a sequel. So the, yeah. the original movie is out right now uh, on Amazon Prime. And the second uh, uh, in America and in, in England, it'll be out on June 5th. And it's called The Influencer. So it's like a horror movie about a psychopath that makes a cheerleader jump through social media hoops for uh, it's like a social media horror. It's very cool. And we okay. just did another one. So people, people seem to like it, Brian. So you know, right. we, we've done another one. So I'm encouraging people to watch the first one. now. Definitely. So when, when, where can we find the first one? And then when is the second one supposed to come out? Right. So the first one is out right now on Amazon prime, I believe okay. on iTunes and uh, Google store and all those places. And the second one will probably be out in Halloween this year, so October later this year, called The Influencer Clickbait is the name of the second one. Um, right. So go yeah. check that out or follow me and check it out. I'm on Instagram. I'm Simon Phillips Actor. Let's say you find me. Okay. I will definitely have to put that on there. And then uh, speaking of Halloween, you know, what are, what are some of your favorite horror movies? I mean, it's a genre you've been in. You got some roles out there. Uh, you know, again, I want to mention you've done the United States, the United Nations, United Kingdom of, of horror. So what are some of your favorite uh, horror franchises? I mean, I'm a big sucker for the, you know, Halloweens of the world and yeah. stuff like that. You know, like people like people get annoyed with Halloween depending on which movie they're watching. Um, but I mean, I've I've even I mean, a big fan of uh, you know, uh, Scream. You know, sort of all the modern ones as well, sort of. So, and I I'm a bit like Dracula driven as well, sort of. So I like I like those zombie vampires of anything. Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. You know, all that sort of stuff is uh is good for me. That sort of horror that is kind of go things. I'm not into what I would say is the gore horror. So, you know, like the hostile. Or the, right. Although I really did like, I did like Saw because it was, I felt Saw was more in your head. Yeah. Yeah. It was anything. But then hostile was just like torture porn. And I, I was like, it was a bit much <laughs> for me. I was, like, I was like, couldn't watch. I'm a little squeamish. So I, 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 like, I like a bit of it, but I don't like a lot of it. You know, sort of like, you know, someone's eyeball out, you know, sort of. Um, <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit too much for me. Love it. Love it. Well, I'll be sure to reach out so we can connect with Netflix on the United uh, Nations of Action so we can, we exactly. can team that. Netflix. <laughs> Netflix really needs to give me more work. And there it is. So you heard it here first. And I'm so, I'm so ungrateful. I'm in FUBAR and Witcher, and I'm still going. <laughs> hey, you want the work. work. You know, I love the work ethic. You want to work. You want to do more stuff. So I yeah. mean, more people need to take that lead because you're right. Exactly. I mean, I feel... Uh, and you know, just about anything there, there's too much laziness out there. And one thing that I pride telling my daughter at is you got to go out there and you got to get it. It's not just going to come to you. Yeah. You can't wait you, for the phone to ring. You need to go out there and do it. I did, I, honestly, mate, I, I fear for 
children these days you know right. they, they're sort of entitled like the world owes them something right. you know oh man the world owes you nothing you got to yeah. go and get it and you, yeah. you can take it you know like sort of if you've got the right and the world will let you have it if you go right. and get it you'd be surprised at how many people will help you get it i was like but you can't sit and go well i mean i tried and you're like man nobody's interested in you trying just go out and get it <laughs> you just exactly. gotta keep trying one one thing I always tell people is, you know, the worst thing the worst thing that can happen is that the other party says no, and that's you yeah. know just a temporary roadblock. You just got to keep. And if you listen, mate, if you're going to be an actor at all, it's like you get used to the word no. I mean, I've I've been up for some huge movies and next, and you know, the last minute you get nah, sorry, they you know they right. cast someone else. Like, if if you don't want to do that, I mean, just don't get involved. But then every now and then you get a big yes, and you're sitting. You know, you're sitting across from Arnold Schwarzenegger and you're like, man, life's good. You know, so but it's not always exactly. going to be. Everybody gets told no. <laughs> I feel like you're all of us, like a fan, you know, and then you're also living out the, the dream too, which is. Uh, yes, I've got, got my foot yeah. firmly in both camps. Believe me, man. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm very aware of how lucky I am. So, so. I love it. I love it. Well, I appreciate I can't that. Yeah, I can't wait for it to come out. So May 25th. Fubar. May 25th. On Netflix. Not what you said earlier. Do you remember how many episodes the first season's supposed to be? Is it 10 episodes? Eight, eight, eight episodes. Eight episodes. Eight episodes. May 25th. Be sure to check out Fubar. Simon, again, thank you for joining us. But happy belated 21st birthday to you. Looking forever young, my friend. <laughs> really appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll have you back on, uh, you know, for Witcher Season 3. And of course, you know, best of luck to you, to all your upcoming ventures. It's been so great to have you on and definitely cannot wait to have you back on. Thank you, mate. I'll be back with you as long as I don't get killed immediately. After <laughs> That's, the right. That's right. That's right. Got to keep a lookout for Disney and Netflix if, and everybody else. If I've been killed, you know it was your fault. Okay? <laughs> we have it here. It's recorded. But you should be. Well, if, if we end up dying in the same week, at least I'll have, hopefully this episode will be out. So it'll leave right. so upload the episode so somebody can follow the investigation, you know. That's right. Netflix we'll, are the people responsible. That's right. We'll have our own Netflix special on what happened to Brian from Zero Dark Dirty. Yeah, we'll be on the true crime series. Yeah. <laughs> well, enjoy the rest of press day, mate. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank sorry. you for having me. You got yes. it. And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.